Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to talk about John Maxwell's second irrefutable law of leadership, which is the law of influence. He ends his chapter, and I think this is how a great beginning in with this quote, and it is, he or she who thinks she leads but has no followers is only taking a walk. In this day and age, when we think about influence and influencers, I think about people who are taking extreme methods to try to look like they're living a life that they're not really living. And of course, that has nothing to do with the law of influence. But when we think about influencers, that's what I start to think about. People I've seen like on TikTok where people are laying in plastic outdoor swimming pool and like have their hair done beautifully and everything to make it look like they're floating on a pool when in reality they're like laying in their backyard trying to make things look as if their life is more glamorous perhaps than it really is. That's not the influence that John Maxwell's talking about and that's not the influence that's gonna help us be better leaders. So let's talk today about what John Maxwell says in his book. Let's go. So the law of influence is really a combination. It's kind of like if you make a cake, and you put all the ingredients together, the law of influence is the cake. And there are various ingredients that go into it. Character, who you are, relationships, who you know, knowledge, what you know, intuition, which is what you feel, your experiences, where you've been, past success, what you've done, and ability, what you can do. And all of those things, when they're optimized, make your law of influence, make your ability to influence as a leader go higher and higher and higher. So if you feel like, you know, I think that the character component where we're thinking about being an influencer and making it look like our life is one thing when it's really not, I think that perhaps, and this is nothing against influencers. I think that that is a whole other genre and it's very different than a conversation about leadership. So nothing against people who are influencers, but What I'm talking about is when you have character, who you are, if you're only giving a snippet into your life, when you're sharing with people about what leadership looks like and what your journey is and what you're trying to do, really being authentic, if you're just giving a snapshot of it and it's this picture perfect snapshot of it, I believe that that's going to limit your influence because people will see through that. People want to, Brene Brown talks about how people want to connect with you through your vulnerability. So the more vulnerable and authentic that you are, I believe that shows more of your character and that will increase your ability to lead through influence. The easiest way for me to really understand the law of influence is when I think about the times when I have tried to get employees to buy into something I'm trying to do, a new thing I'm trying to do, or just to really assess morale. And I think of the people who I call, the very first people who I call aren't always when I'm trying to, you know, get the heartbeat of the pulse of what's going on, really figure out if everything is good, bad, ugly, what, what the situation is, or I need input on how to roll this new plan out. Who do I call? And for me, that is a really strong indicator of the the level of influence that that particular coworker has within my company, because I know if they give me their honest input and I can roll it out and work with what they told me, I know that if I'm calling that person, I innately know that they have a lot of influence within my company. You may find that people call you and ask you, Hey, what do you think about this? They're seeking advice from you. And it's because you have these things. 
You are someone who trusts your intuition. You have knowledge, you know what you know, you have relationships. So if I'm rolling something out and I want buy-in from a specific team, I know I'm going to go talk to the most influential team member on that team to try to get their buy-in. And the law of buy-in is later on in John Maxwell's book, but influence really is this idea of not forcing people to feel a certain way, but instead helping them come to that conclusion. Hopefully it's the same conclusion that you want them to reach and then moving forward from there. Now, I think a really good example of this sometimes comes in the negative. Uh, John Maxwell talks about it in the positive, a little bit in the negative, where he talks about how when Abraham Lincoln was in the military, he was not a very influential leader. And of course, thank goodness he turned that around because he became a very influential president. John Maxwell also talks about how Mother Teresa was extremely influential. She was not this you know, tall, powerful, wealthy. I don't know if she was well-spoken or not based on people's perception of her, but I do know that she was a small very powerful, very influential woman. I also think about Princess Diana, clearly very, very, I was going to say fashionable. <laughs> That's the truth, but also very influential because of, you know, not because she, she's no more influential than anyone else in the royal family in terms of power, but she was so much more influential because of who she was connecting with. People still love her even today, but there are also negative examples. And I became kind of obsessed with learning about the influence that Jeffrey Epstein had over his rape victims while I had COVID in December, 2022, nope, December, 2021. I had COVID in December, 2021, and I'm in isolation in my house, not much to do other than Netflix. And so that's what I did. And I, I watched the filthy rich documentary on Netflix about Jeffrey Epstein. And I became seriously obsessed with trying to identify what, what really struck with what really stuck with me was seeing these women try to explain the influence and control that Jeffrey Epstein had over them that kept them coming back in voluntarily for more sexual assault and sexual abuse and sometimes really horrendous rape some of these some of these were girls some of them were women and watching them try to explain influence this man had this influence over me was so fascinating to me because I see that same look in my client's eyes as an immigration attorney. I often work with people who've been trafficked or who are living in a cycle of domestic violence that they don't know how to break out of. And I see that same look wash over their face of trying to find the words to describe the control someone has over you. And I think this is the dark side of the law of influence. So the, the beautiful positive side of the the law of influence that Maxwell talks about is the side that helps people be better. Like you're relying on your character, you're relying on your past experiences, your ability, your intuition. All of those things have a very initially very positive connotation, but I have seen it with my clients and I watched it in these women's eyes as they were trying to describe Epstein. And I know that it has a very dark side to it as well. So if you've experienced the law of influence and you know you are off put by this idea i wonder if i wonder if perhaps it's because of that reason because it's been used in a in a negative dark way in your experience of it because i don't think and i certainly don't practice this law of influence 
in a way that's trying to control or manipulate people. Influencing people really, I think, could be relational. You know, it really could be described as the law of relation and relationship and collaboration. Because when we, when I call someone on the team and say, this is what I'm thinking of doing, what's your input? How can I make this better? What do you think I should do? How can I be better? They are helping me. And by, by them helping me and by me giving them the buy-in to my behavior, overall, we're collaborating and we're becoming very relational. And if we're not, then we're very transactional and you cannot lead people if you are in a transaction-based environment. So all this to say, I would love to hear what your experience with the law of influence is. Do you feel like you're an influential person? Like when you go places, do people want to hear from you about what is your input? What is your experience? What are your, um, what does your intuition tell you to do? What's your past success on this? And if not, if you're wanting to grow these things, Maxwell recommends joining an organization to volunteer in and growing your experience, your knowledge, your intuition, grow these things within this volunteer organization in order to practice using the law of influence, of course, for good, not evil. Thanks so much, friends. I hope you enjoyed. I'm super excited to dive more into this. We're going to do about one of these episodes and throughout the year, we're going to be all done with this book. So one bite at a time, we're going to get through the book together. Thanks so much. Tune in again next week. And I look forward to seeing you there. Bye friends.